0: Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app.
1: This is Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Something else from somewhere else.
0: Welcome to Mundo Jazz. This is the Radio Free Brooklyn uh, weekly program dedicated to international jazz. And once again, we came after a great episode of Mike Joseph, uh, Jerry Carl Chronicles. One of the most beautiful things about art in general and music in particular is that it gives us the opportunity to look at things that we have in front of us every single day and uh, shed a completely different light over them. So through the sensibility of the paintings we look at, the movies uh, we watch uh, or the music we listen to, we are offered an opportunity to stop and reflect and hopefully gain a very new perspective. And today, Mondo Jazz will feature an interview with singer and composer Payang Threadgill on the occasion of the release of our latest album, which was officially released yesterday with a great uh, CD release concert. With that album, uh, Payang Threadgill explores a topic that has uh, rarely been uh, explored with the same depth in music, namely hair. Approaching it from an identity perspective, both personal identity and group identity, she ultimately sketches a powerful portrait of a culture and in the process reconnects with her family roots. Since we like to build um, Mondo Jazz playlists around the theme and ideally a theme which is off the beaten path, we thought to take the opportunity and build today's whole playlist around the same topic, hair. To put us down uh, on this path, there was no better song than Hair Street by the Lounge Lizards, which opened uh, today's episode. This was uh, a tune uh, that comes from their live album, which was uh, recorded in Tokyo, entitled Big Heart. Up next, uh, two more tracks which share the same hair theme as well as the same New York uh, downtown uh, sensibility. First is uh, Jar of Hair by Slowpoke, and right after that, "Bear No Hair by Garage (laughs) Atroa. a beautiful set of five compositions, each one chosen for the fact that they revolve around the theme of today's show on Mondo Jazz, which is hair. And this is in a celebration of uh, Payeng Threadgill's uh, latest album, which we're going to play later today, together with an interview to Payeng Threadgill. We started the set with um, a quartet called Slowpoke, and the composition was Jar Over Hair. Uh, right after that, uh, we had a composition entitled Bear No Hair, which led to Dead Boy with Dead Long Hair, and if you have long hair, you need a hairpin, so the next song was entitled Hairpin and Hatbox, which led into the final composition, Woman with Blonde Armpit, combing her hair by the light of the stars. And just let me tell you who were the bands. As I mentioned at the beginning, the first track was Slowpoke, basically a downtown New York uh, quartet of all stars. Uh, Michael Blake on saxophone, Dave Tronzo on slide guitar, Tony Scher on bass, and Kenny wallison on drums. They are no hair. The second song was uh, by a quartet called Garage à Trois from a CD entitled Mer, which was then followed by Chico Hamilton, uh, that was uh, that boy with that long hair which uh, featured, among others, uh, the Hungarian guitarist Gabor Sabo. This is from uh, the CD, The Further Adventures of El Chico. And uh, right after that, uh, we heard uh, Nels Klein with Hairpin and Headbox," one of his compositions uh, that that are featured on the CD Lovers, which had in common the producer with the following CD. The producer was Dave Braskin, and the next CD was a CD by Bobby Previtt entitled The 23 Constellations of Joan Miró, which came out in 2001 on that Sadiq label. And that was the perfect uh, launching pad for the section of today's show dedicated to Pyang Threadgill and her album entitled Head Full of Air, Heart Full of Song. That uh, composition by Bobby Previtt was inspired by one of the paintings of uh, Joan Miró. And uh, the painting is indeed a woman with blonde armpit combing her hair by The Light of the Stars. So we thought that was a great way to lead into this uh, concept album that has been uh, recently released by uh, Payang Threadgill, which really explores hair not only as um, an opportunity for uh, uh, self-reflection, but also as uh, an element of identity. Uh, Payang Threadgill has been uh, pretty much from the beginning of her career approaching her albums as uh, concept uh, albums. And perhaps this is uh, the... Uh, main concept album that uh, she's released in this regard. At heart, she's a storyteller with a deep appreciation for world uh, smithery that uh, uses music to make sense of the things she's interested in and touched by. And this is a practice that uh, she has started pretty much at a very, very young age.
1: It's taken me a long time to recognize that I really like and enjoy this approach to um, making music, focusing on a concept. And I think you're right that, that the, the emphasis on storytelling has always been really what I've been so strongly drawn to. And I think that that comes from my background as a lyricist and my connections to songwriting from a young age. I always loved words. like I literally, when I was young, I <laughs> I used to make lists of words. And I would make lists from songs that I liked, I would write down like, phrases and combinations of words that I like when I I don't do it as much, but I definitely used to write all kinds of titles. When I was writing songs, I would just collect titles and I wouldn't even necessarily continue the song, but I would just have song titles that I would keep in, in journals. So I think that a lot of my Connection to the whole storytelling thing just really comes from my love and appreciation of words and poetry. And I remember being young and making up songs, and I was often too young to write them out myself. So I would ask my mom to write out my song lyrics that I would make up. And so, just really from a young age, I always gravitated towards singing and songwriting. You know, I was kind of a private child in a certain way like when it came to my feelings and so my mom always encouraged me to keep a journal because I think she didn't know what to do with me like how to get me to open up about my feelings sometimes and so the way that she helped to encourage me was to express what I was feeling in writing and it's something that I've just continued to do like I have countless countless journals around my house
2: Wanna wet my hair? Mm-hmm. I went to the water. Didn't wanna wet my hair. Mm-hmm. Just, just couldn't go there. Didn't wanna go there. So I could clear, clear my mind Sweet space and time If any parts was lost Right here they'll be easy to find I went to the water Met my twin there
1: Three and a half or four years ago, I heard this title, Head Full of Hair, Heart Full of Song. This often happens to me, you know, I heard that title and I thought, that's the name of my next album. (laughs) It's almost like following Ball of Yarn, like you just have like the thread And then you're just kind of like pulling on the yarn to get to the main ball, which is the idea and the full concept. And then I think I had a refrain, like a melodic idea that I started singing. Probably the next piece that I wrote was Pearly, which is a spoken word piece about my grandmother on my mother's side. My maternal grandmother's name was Pearly Rice Jones. She got the Jones name from my grandfather when they married. Born in Marshall, Texas on December 30th, 1918. Growing up, I would visit my grandmother and my other relatives living in Chicago, Columbus, Georgia, or later St. Louis. Pearlie. She was quiet and thoughtful. She liked to do crossword puzzles and eat sweets like pre-packaged cinnamon rolls and candy and she kept all kinds of things hidden in various plastic bags, within plastic bags. When she walked she would sway, kind of like someone coming back from the local bar, as she would go to ride the bus, shop for groceries, and always buy the paper. Once home, She would sit on the porch decorated with reading glasses and ask us riddles like, what's another name for a sweet pepper? Or, where do flamingos fly? As her pen or pencil would flap its wings along the black and white newspaper sky. I spent a lot of time watching my grandmother sitting in the living room or alone in the kitchen Unlike my paternal grandmother, she didn't talk a lot, but she would make these motions in the air as if she was pulling her hair out of invisible rollers or untying braids and then taking things out of her mouth, maybe things she wished she'd said, and then sewing it back up again. To a child, it could have looked like someone making shadow puppets a butterfly, a dog, an alligator. But I knew better. I had a degree in grown ups. So I would stare at her trying to figure it out. And she didn't mind my staring. Every so often, she would knock her knees together like Dorothy clicking her heels to go back home. My mom said she did try going home once, when she was much younger. After being lured by my grandfather's sweet talking, she wanted a free pass home, trying to get away from his temper and habit of taking without asking. But her parents said no, She wouldn't tell them what he had done, so they wouldn't agree, said she had to go back. And just like getting a poor move on a board game, she kept on playing. After attending Prairie View College with a degree in home economics and science, she went on to be a dutiful housewife and mother of six. And I would stare because I could. And to be honest, I thought she was funny and fascinating. Now, I look at all those old pictures of me as a baby in Marshall, Texas, and all that stillness and all that wind, wind blowing dust, dust settling in corners we think we've cleaned. And dust we hope will keep things hidden. And that dust to protect us from the sun cracking open our skin. What was my grandma doing in those crossword puzzles? Was she just trying to kill time? Or fulfill a need to answer unanswerable questions? Or... Had she finally cracked the code that most of us are still trying to crack, holding the answers at the crossroads
3: of 12 down and eight across.
1: interesting for me was that I realized that this felt like most personal. Of The Air, which is my second album, that was my first time putting out my own original music on record. The thing was that it was just me really kind of trying out a lot of my writing and my storytelling, and it wasn't always as married to such personal issues. Whereas Head Full of Hair felt like You know, even with the title, I was like, head full of hair, heart full of song. And I thought, that's me totally and completely. I have all this hair and I have all this music inside of me. I'm just trying to get it out or allow it to come through. And sometimes it gets caught, you know, (laughs) one way or another. But that feels like what I'm part of my work being here as an artist. Part of the reason why this album took so long was because I was, I just spent a lot of time doing research The research for me was reading about hair and reading about makeup and adornment throughout the African diaspora, throughout different countries in Africa and traditions around that. And also just going to see other kinds of art. I probably didn't spend a lot of time. I wasn't really interested in listening to music a whole lot. I really wanted to see more visual art. So that's part of why it kind of took me time was I was just like absorbing and waiting for that to kind of filter through me. There's something very intimate about our hair. It's ironic because on a mass media level, it seems superficial. Oh, you're taking so long to do your hair. Oh, you're buying more products. But drew me to hair was that there's, I have such a, um, a deep, intimate connection with my hair. When I'm doing my own hair, it's like, very um quiet and reflective time it's almost meditative for me and in any kind of meditative experience there's a lot of reflection and deep self-connection so it's a way that women connect to themselves it's like a time to kind of refill and refuel and because in many african and african-american tradition hair traditions women do one another's hair, then it becomes this way for women to connect to one another. And so then there's this whole like sisterhood aspect as well. What I really found was just that this piece of intimacy and self connection. I do think it's kind of interesting that there's just been this rise, this celebration and appreciation for natural hair because for so long we've kind of wanted to move away from all the time it takes to go through our own hair thing about black hair and particularly natural hairs that's kinky for many of us it was and it still is you know sort of something to be sometimes it's been impressed upon us that it's that it's something to be ashamed of or that there's a burden attached to it like oh my god it's going to take so long why don't you just straighten it or oh my gosh this is you know this is such a thick process to go through.
3: Four hours. Four hours? Four hours? Ugh, four hours. It's hours. And hours. For hours and hours and hours, it's hours and hours. <laughs>
1: Every time you kind of run your fingers through your hair, in a way you're kind of going through your own story. And I guess that's part of what I want to be able to express through this album. What if we kind of just reframe the whole thing and made it a ritual? Every time you have to prepare your hair, even though it's a casual thing, you know, it doesn't have to be this like monotonous thing, but, you know, it could be a ritual in whatever way you like it to be. So what if doing your hair, preparing your hair, whatever kind of hair you have is just this moment in time for you to have a ritual of claiming your identity, you know, claiming, you know, where you've come from, you know, you, you know, your grandparents, your grandparents, grandparents, the land that you come from. Like what if it's just a way and a time to just have a little moment to reconnect? I wanted to also create this as an offering for younger people to consider that as they are preparing their own hair and getting bombarded with many images you know, in the commercials and media that would probably take them very far away from that idea.
0: This is an interview we have uh, with uh, Payang Threadgill and you're listening to Mondo Jazz on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. As mentioned, Piyang Threadgill has just released a new album entitled Head Full of Air, Heart Full of Song, which is a great album, it's catchy, it's deep, it's fun, and uh, it revolves around an unusual topic uh, like hair. Uh, Not unusual because there's anything strange about it, but statistically not a common topic. And at first one might be struck that uh, indeed this is an unusual topic, but uh, Piling Threadgill takes it uh, as an opportunity for reflection and self-reflection about the intimacy of uh, hair, as well as its social connections. And it ultimately becomes a story of empowerment and uh, also an opportunity to research uh, family tradition. So what starts as a journey on a surface reflection turns into a research on uh, family roots.
1: I really thought, oh, I'm, I'm gonna make a project about hair, you know, okay, great, there's so much to say about hair. But then in fact, what's become more significant to me has been looking back at the different women in my family and looking at their stories. You know, it was really through the telling of my grandmother Pearlie's story that I made this first big leap or connection from hair to ancestry. Part of my family that I knew the least was the Threadgill side. And so I knew my grandfather, my father's father, who was named Floyd Threadgill. But I didn't know any of the other Threadgill's Beyond him. And I did find out his parents. I knew his parents' names, but I couldn't go beyond the Henry Threadgill that was his father, who my father was named after. You know, this whole connection to Mississippi and this whole like longing to know more of your history, which I think is an experience that a lot of people go through, but particularly African Americans. So missing Mississippi was. You know, my way of expressing that longing and also that curiosity, and also that, I don't know, I guess some, some sadness as well. And, and yeah, and, and hope at the same time.
2: I've got my witch's brew, I've got my spell for you, I've got your remedy. It waits inside of me A rush comes over me
0: listening to Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Today's episode we've uh, developed it around the latest album by Piang Threadgill Head Full of Hair, Heart Full of Song. And this uh, set of five compositions started uh, with um, one of the tracks from this uh, great album, uh, which uh, followed uh, the extensive interview that we had with Piang Threadgill. And the track was uh, Black Magic. As uh, mentioned earlier in the show, this is a concept album that revolves around the concept and the identity that uh, Hair bring to all of us, and um, so we decided to build the playlist in a way that uh, kind of mirrors uh, this theme. So we started with Black Magic from Head Full of Air, Heart Full of Song by Piang Threadgill, and right after that uh, we had a number of tracks which are inspired by hair, and in this case by hair hair of a certain color. So we started with uh, Black is the color of my true love's hair, the great uh, Nina Simone composition in this case uh, in a remixed version by Jaffa, which is available on uh, the Verve Remix Volume 2 CD uh, that came out in 2003. And uh, sticking with Black Hair, the next song was uh, neri which is the Italian for black hair. And this is uh, by a band led by Riccardo Tesi, which is called Banda Italiana, and the CD was entitled Tapsos. Right after that, uh, we heard uh, The Color of Her Hair, which is uh, by the Laurindo Almeida and Bud Shank uh, duo. In this case, actually, together with Gary Peacock on bass and uh, Chuck Flores on percussion. And then we concluded with this long track uh, that came uh, from the CD by uh, the Gil Evans-Laurent Cugny Orchestra. Uh, This was the title track uh, from a CD entitled Golden Hair Uh, that came out in 1989 on the Emerson label in France. Up next is a composition uh, by Alain Gouraguet, uh, another French uh, musician, and once again another track uh, revolving around the concept of hair. Uh, The track we're going to listen to is entitled With the Wind and Rain in Your Hair. That was a set of uh, four more compositions uh, revolving on the theme of uh, hair. When you have uh, the wind and rain in your hair, you end up having a bad hair day, for which you then need a devil's haircut. And if that doesn't work, then you might need a hairpiece or a heavily amplified hairpiece. And if uh, all of that doesn't make any sense, maybe you're right. But uh, simply, I was reading one after the other the titles of the songs that somehow have. Uh, connection, I think. So we started off with Alain Goragé and uh, With the Wind and Rain in Your Hair from a CD entitled Go Go Goragé. After that, uh, we heard uh, the Carlo Nardoz quintet uh, with a composition entitled Bad Hair Day from a CD entitled "The Rubber Duck. And then you might have recognized the melody of Beck's uh, famous uh, song Devil's Haircut. That was the rendition by the great Dr. Lonnie Smith uh, with special guest David uh, Fathead Newman? This is a CD entirely dedicated to covers of uh, um, compositions by Beck, and it is entitled Boogaloo to Beck. And then we completed the set uh, with a composition uh, by the Either Orchestra. A band called Either Orchestra must be very much into puns, and so their composition was entitled Heavily Amplified Hairpiece. Maybe we should complete this set uh, with um, a different kind of hair, facial hair, and that will be with a composition by Eric Dolphy entitled Hat and Beard, one of his uh, great, great, great compositions from the album Out to Lunch. But before saying night, let me remind you, this is Mondo Jazz on the Radio Free Brooklyn. Every Wednesday night uh, at 10 p.m., And then after that, uh, you will find our archived episodes on the website of Radio Free Brooklyn, which is RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, as well as on uh, iTunes or Mixcloud.com or Podomatic.com. Stay tuned uh, for another great episode of uh, Bushwick Garage by Rob Richards. Our theme has been uh, written and uh, performed by bass player and composer Ben Allison, and it features Ted Nash on... Flute and thread Threadgill on voiceover. As promised, here is Hat and Beard by Eric Dolphy. Thank you and good night.